The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet, Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, The Knot, The Green Hornet Strikes Again. Reed and Michael Axford were on their way to the office of the Daily Sentinel in Axford's car. Axford, why are you using the longest route to the office? Huh? Oh, Reed, I didn't think you'd notice it. Uh, we were talking, and what with traffic as it is, in spite of gasoline rationing, my brakes are what they are. Fiddlesticks. I... Now, Reed, why do you say that? Don't you think this is a more pleasant way to get to the office than going through all that traffic? Well, unquestionably, but since when have you been so keen for nature, and why did you bring your camera? Reed, sometimes I think you should have been a detective. <laughs> well, that's an uncertain compliment. Ah, look at how the leaves are changing. Don't they look nice, though? Golly, a day like this brings something out in me. Axford, turn right at the next driveway. That's a shorter route to the Mead Sanitarium. The... What? I said the Mead Sanitarium. And don't keep asking me to repeat what I say while you try to think of an answer or reply. Uh, say, that uh, Mead Sanitarium is where there was an escape this morning. Yes, uh, I heard the radio newscast, too. Oh. And immediately after the broadcast, you put your precious last roll of film in your camera, your camera in your pocket, and suggested that you drive to the office today. Uh, did I? And that was not coincidence. Reed, you know that I am. <laughs> it was curiosity. You want to investigate the Dexter escape, and you want to try and get some pictures. Well, maybe I could use my experience as a detective and get some pictures that would be overlooked by the regular photographer. Maybe. You mean it'd be all right for me to go in there? Why not? Why, God, why didn't I... you say what you wanted to do in the first place instead of all the conniving? Reed, sometimes I think maybe if you were to use your head going after that green hornet, you'd get him. You do? You sure have a way of thinking things out. Reducting, that's what it is. <laughs> Stop right here. Yeah. Yeah, he never met Doc Mead. You know him? Only by sight. We've never met. But we will within the next five minutes. Yeah, it looks like the cops and newshawks have all gone. I don't see many cars around. The story's old by this time. Dexter escaped hours ago. Yeah, but there might be something the others missed. There might be. There usually is. Doc Mead is quite a joint here. Large, but none too reputable. How's that? Well, there have been stories that Mead works on the shady side. No, is that so? Nothing's ever been proved against him. Then what is There have often been hints that some of the patients who are confined in this place are uh, not as far out of their minds as they're supposed to be. Oh, 
Sometimes it's convenient for people to have a relative out of circulation. So Meade's each kid keeps people confined. He has barred windows if needed and even padded cells. Well, I can see some of the barred windows. Come on in. Well, I thought maybe you should ring a bell or something. No, I don't think that's necessary. How do you do? Dr. Meade? At your service. Uh, just step into my office, if you please. I'll examine the patient at once. Uh, I see certain symptoms... What that... patient? Well, my name is Reed of the Daily Sentinel. Oh, yes, Mr. Reed. And is the patient a relative? Hey, let's go on my arm. Be quietly, if you please. I'm no patient. Uh, Dr. Mead, we came to ask a few questions about the escape of Mr. Dexter. This is Michael Axford, a reporter on my paper. Reporter? That's what he said. I know mental case. Reporter? Hmm. Incredible. Uh, the newspaper men have all left. Uh, there's still two law officers upstairs looking over the room from which Mr. Dexter escaped. Well, may we go up there? Oh, come with me, please. I'll personally escort you. I never liked these self-starting elevators. Uh, how long had Mr. Dexter been with you? Oh, for some time. He was, in fact, a very well-behaved patient. I never had trouble with him before. Uh, did he have relatives? Well, he might have had, but he was a charity patient. I didn't know you had that kind. Here we are. This is the first escape I've had. I never dreamed that Dexter would do such a thing. I had him in one of our best rooms. No bars in the window or anything. Uh, right this way. Oh, hello, Dr. Mead. Uh, gentlemen, I've brought two members of the press. Oh, hello, Axford. What are you doing here? Uh, hello, yourself. I'm here to do a special story on the jail... Uh, I mean, the escape. Uh, this is me boss, Britt Reed. Reed, this is Hank Gould of the plainclothes cops. Hi. Glad to know you, Gould. The same. We're all finished here now. You guys can take over. Thanks. See you, Axford. Come on, Joe. Did you learn anything? Oh, we got some leads. We'll find Dexter all right. Don't you worry about him. Very well. But I do hope you find him quickly. The man does have homicidal tendencies. Uh, there, Mr. Reed, is the window through which he escaped. Quite a drop to the ground. Oh, he didn't drop to the ground. Uh, he lowered himself on a rope made out of bed sheets. Uh, there they are, you see. Huh? He ripped them into length, and tied them together, and then tied one end around the foot of the bed, pulled the bed to the window, and let himself down. I see. I wonder if the rope would reach to the ground. Hey, hold still, Reed. I'll get a picture every time the bed sheet to the bedpost. Uh, don't put me in any of your pictures. Oh. And that's an order. Well, all right, then. Is this how it was done, Dr. Mead? Yes, that's right. Was uh, Dexter a big man? Yes, he was. Uh, he was as big as, as Mr. Axford. Mm -hmm. He must have found it hard to slide down this thing. Why? Well, I suppose that's the only way he could have gotten out without help from the outside. We had no help. I, I know he didn't. Oh? As a matter of fact, I, I saw him escape. I came into the room just as he went down the bedsheet rope. I shouted at him, but he paid no attention. Axford. I wasn't doing anything, Reed. Just looking at yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I want you to emulate Dexter. Do what? Slide down that rope. Oh, no, Reed. I'll I take a picture of you demonstrating how the escape was accomplished. Say, that's an idea. By golly, that's a swell idea. <laughs> Wait till Cassie sees it. <laughs> I'm not as agile as I used to be, but I guess I can make it. This seems to me like a lot of horseplay. The dignity of well, my... Here I go. Take a little holding. Well, we'll soon know. I'll be careful where you walk. Don't step on any footprints. Okay. Wait there. I'll be right with you. The police made copies of the footprints, what they were. 
they didn't amount to much because of the grass. Very well, Dr. Neal. Yes? Did you get me pictures? Yes, you can develop it as soon as we reach the office. There you are, Casey. Isn't it a Lulu? Expert, is this really you? Sure it is. Oh, I didn't know you were such an athlete. Oh, golly, you should have seen me when I was on the cops. I used to be in the field day. Not running. Shot putting. <laughs> is uh, Reed in the office? Yes. Take this file into him, will you? Yeah, sure thing. Reed, I got the picture. Well, turn out good? Ooh, swell. Here, take a look. Did Miss Case give you the Rolf Rudolph file? Oh, yeah, she did read. Uh, here it is. Oh, thanks. Uh, what's Ralph Rudolph? Seems like I've heard of him. Well, he, Axford, is a man of affairs. Oh. He's the stepbrother of the escaped Mr. Dexter. He is? Holy crow, I didn't know that. Well, neither did I until I checked back on Mr. Dexter. It was Rudolph who had Dexter committed to Dr. Mead. Oh. I also learned that Dexter really was in a bad way. He was at one time considered quite dangerous. Got it. Do you think he'll kill someone? Well, I think it's important that he be recaptured as soon as possible. Yeah. Maybe I should go to work on the case. I might be able to deduce something. It wasn't for the fact that Dr. Mead saw him go out there to him, knew I? Uh, what were you going to say? Nothing. Now, let me see what information we have on Rolf Rudolph. We had something in today's paper about that man. That name's one that stays with him. Yeah, he noticed that. Let's see. Now, here's the article. Rudolph's a member of a new committee that's been set up locally to supply the people of Italy with needed articles. But, Reed, hasn't there been any committee for that? Oh, yes, to a degree. But now the job's more important than it was. Tons and hundreds of tons of food, clothing, medical supplies, and materials to rebuild will have to go to Italy. These people will find out what they've been missing for the past few years. By golly, Uncle Sammy will sure take care of them now. I wonder how Rudolph got on that committee. Uh, the... Maybe you could find out by making some phone calls. He always has been able to pull strings. Well, um, don't you think he should be on the committee? Axford, I haven't studied the situation enough to form an opinion. But I would like to know Rolf Rudolph better. That's why I sent for the file. Permit me to congratulate you. Are uh, we safe in talking here, Kurt? Quite safe. I will be alone for the remainder of the afternoon. You saw that I secured the appointment? Yes, but you knew several days ago that you would get it. Now, what use will we be able to make of it? Use? Kurt, the benefit will be immeasurable. We will know just how the supplies are moving toward Italy. We will know just where a few torpedoes can do the most good to block those supplies. It is a big game. I know. There must be some crimes. Crimes so important that every agency in the country will be up in arms. It will, Kurt. And yet there will be nothing to touch us. How's that? I have made provisions. I don't understand. Perhaps it's better you don't. Be assured, however, that I have always gained my ends by careful planning and remained a free man, and I might say a, uh, a respected one by foresight. <laughs> I think you will go far, Wolf. And through our affiliation... You will be rich. It's cash that interests me. As long as the cash is on hand, Kurt, I'll work for you. The cash will be on hand as long as there's a third ride.
That evening, Britt Reed was in his apartment with Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, the only man who knew him as the Green Hornet. Axford sat in a deep chair, staring with fond eyes at his picture in the Daily Sentinel. Oh, golly. Axford, why don't you get into that case? Case? You mean I Dexter. should... Dexter. I was thinking about it, Reed. Maybe the police need help. There's so many new men on the force these days. Reed, I was saying that same thing the other day. Oh, I can't get out of this chair. By golly, what the cops need is more guys that have been through the mill. Fellas like me that know the ropes. Nowadays, the cops are using too much science and not enough of the old bulldog of determination. That's what it takes. Guys like we used to have that never stop, like the Northwest Mounted. They keep to the trail till they get their man. Have you been to headquarters? No. Uh, I was thinking about going there tonight if you don't have anything planned. It'd be great if you could give the police a few pointers. A big story for the Sentinel. I'll do it, Reed. By golly, that I will. You want your hat, Miss Axford? Oh, thanks, Cato. Uh, I'll see you later, Reed. Very well. Uh, so long now. So long. There. You have a plan, Mr. Britt. <laughs> How'd you guess, Cato? You wanted Mr. Axford out of the apartment, Cato. When I saw that bed sheet, it seemed to me that the end where the knot had been tied didn't look right. No? I tied the other end of the bed sheet around the bedpost and had Axford slide down. Yes? The end that was tied when Axford went down was creased very hard. Axford's weight put hard creases in the linen. But the other end, the end that had been tied when Dexter was supposed to have gone down, wasn't creased nearly as hard. Oh. Dexter did not go down the bedsheet. He left the room by another means. But you said that Dr. Mead saw him go down the bedsheet. Dr. Mead said he saw him, yes. But why did he say that? Hmm. I don't know. I remember how quickly he spoke up to convince me that Dexter took that way out. And I wondered at the time why he was so emphatic about being an eyewitness. To make you more convinced? Probably. What else you learned, Britt? Well, I looked around beneath the window where there were some footprints. And I found the marks a ladder might have made. If Dexter went down a ladder, it means help from the outside. It also means that Meade knew about that help and sanctioned it. Why would anyone help him to escape? That's what I want to find out. Now, Dexter's only living relative is Rolf Rudolph. And Cato, I want to see Rolf Rudolph. Right. At once. So come on, bring the mask and the weapon. We'll go as the Green Hornet. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in his bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passage built within the walls of the apartment house itself. This passage led to an adjoining building that fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. Minutes later, Rolf Rudolph, seated alone in his old mansion, thought he heard a noise. Who is it? Here we are, Rudolph. <coughs> That's my escape. Take it easy and don't yell. You, you're the Green Hornet. Right. You know why I called on you? 
Where would I know? You're on a committee, Rudolph. And I want to know all about it. You mean it? Couldn't be if you're not an enemy agent. I know that you have some records and plans for that committee. Where are they? I haven't anything. Don't lie. I tell you I have I'll find out for myself. But what are you going to do? Fix it so you'll not give an alarm. Take it. No, no. You'll recover in an hour. Come in, Cato. We'll look through the house together. Very well. You better keep your mask on. I think we're alone, except for Dexter, but we'll take no chances. You expect to find Dexter? I do. You think Rudolph helped him escape? Well, Dexter was really insane, Cato. He never could have avoided recapture with the dragnet the police had thrown out for him. He had to be brought where he was and kept in hiding. Well, we try this room next. Not here. No. There are other rooms in the basement. I don't know why Rudolph would want Dexter out of that Mead place, but we'll find out. If we don't have any success here, we'll pay a call on Dr. Mead. Yes, sir. Down these stairs. Maybe we can persuade Mead to tell who took Dexter out and why. Mr. Brent. Brent Scott. There he is, in the barred room in the corner. Let me try to talk to him. Dexter. To help the war, they saved me. I'm a soldier of the king. I'm going to win the war, I am. Of course. And I'll help. What are we going to do? I'm going to win the war, I am. They told me I was a soldier of the king. A soldier of the king. The king. A soldier of the king. The king. Come, kiddo. He's not the least bit rational. <laughs> a soldier of the king, I am. Why did Rolf bring that man here? I don't know. He wouldn't if he didn't have a definite use for him. That's true. Wait. Cato, listen carefully. I have an idea. It might work. If I understand Rudolph's type, it will work. What is it, Mr. Britt? I'm going to conceal myself in the house until he recovers consciousness and see if he makes any phone calls. Yes? And you, Cato, will hide in the trunk of his car to learn where he goes, if he leaves the house. Very well. I have a hunch that as soon as he recovers, he'll contact someone who's working with him. Working on whatever plan calls for the use of Dexter. That's it, the hunter was here. Oh, my head. Let's take action. Might be the best break of all. Hello? Good. I've got to see you at once. Is it trouble? Trouble? No. I think it's a break of a lifetime. Meet me at Tenth and Spruce. We'll talk in my car. Rudolph, what you have to say had better be important. It is. A little while ago, I had a caller. The Green Hornet came to my home. The Hornet? Yes. He demanded whatever information I had about shipments to Italy. He did? Why is he interested in that? I don't know. I told him I had nothing. Then he gassed me, went through my desk, and put some papers. He left this. 
Can you see it by the dashlight of my car? It's a picture of a hornet. Yes, and it's well known to the police. What do you plan to do? Don't you see, Kurt? Now we can blame everything on the green hornet. Oh. I didn't tell you how I plan to avoid trouble, but here was my original scheme. I got a stepbrother out of Mead Sanitarium. I have him at home now in the basement. I planned on letting Dexter loose the night of our committee meeting. The lights would go out. Dexter would supposedly fire a few shots with a stolen pistol, then make off with the papers. He would later be found, the papers in his possession. Then what? Some of the most important papers would be missing, but the assumption would be that Dexter had simply lost them. Now we have an even better fall guy, the Green Hornet. Let him take the blame for the robbery. Mm-hmm. I'll phone the police, let them know the Hornet called on me. But I won't show them this seal. I'll save it. I'll leave it in my library so it'll be found after the lights go on. Sounds good. Well, it will work. We will work out the details later. There's plenty of time between now and the meeting on Friday evening. Of course. You won't need me? I just want you to cut the electric line outside my house. Cut it at 10 o'clock. I'll handle everything else. Friday evening, as 10 o'clock approached, Michael Axford was in police headquarters discussing the still-missing Dexter with his cronies. I talked with Doc Mead again, and you know, boy, there's something about that guy that don't ring true. Well, what can we do about it? He has a story and he sticks to it. I don't know. That I don't. I tell you, there's been so much in me mind all week. Reed has been making a special story on this new food and supply committee. What with the Green Hornet making a call on Ralph Rudolph the other night... Has Reed any ideas why the Hornet would be interested in Ralph Rudolph? No. He said maybe the Hornet wasn't there at all. Not there at all. Maybe Rudolph only said he was there. (laughs) I don't know. I hadn't thought of that angle. But you've got to admit this. Reed's theory ain't bad. There wasn't any Hornet seen or anything. And Rudolph said there hadn't been anything stolen. He said that the Hornet was looking for information about the committee, which same Rudolph didn't have. Well, it takes a lot of thinking. What time you got? Mm, close to 10 o'clock. I guess I'll get home then. It don't look like much will happen around here. Reed will beat the office early in the morning to go over the story of the committee meeting. And they... Hold it a minute. Police headquarters. I'm calling for Dr. Mead. For Dr. Mead? Sanitarium. I can't keep quiet any longer. Mead didn't see Dexter go out the window. What's he saying? He says Mead didn't see Dexter go out the window. So for snakes, let me listen in. Mead and Rudolph made a deal. Dexter got out with a ladder. He's held captive in Rudolph's home right now. Wow! That's all I can say. Hello? Hello, who is this? Who are you? Ah, he's gone. Did you hear that? Dexter's at Rudolph's house right now. Suffering snakes, we gotta go there and fast. But, Axford, the meeting's on right now. That don't matter. We gotta go. Get the lad. Get the car. Come on. Uh, gentlemen, one of the items that has to go to Italy is coal. They'll need a lot of coal if their industries are to produce for the Allied nations. I agree with you, Rudolph. I think we will find it necessary to make revisions in this list, and of course the departments in Washington will have the final say-so. But as men of business and men well advised in shipping, we can pool our suggestions for submission. Right. 
I, uh, I have here some charts that are highly confidential. They show which of the Italian harbors will be prepared for the reception of Greek cargoes. We must consider the fact that the enemy would like to know which of these harbors are to be used. I trust you all appreciate the importance of keeping this information very secret. Of course we do. Ten o'clock. We've made a lot of headway so far. Yeah, indeed we have. Do you gentlemen mind if I open this window and let some of this charge smoke out? No, it's a good idea. If you're sure the Green Hornet won't come in. I have no fear of the Green Hornet. I see. The lights. What's happened to the lights? Everyone stay where he is. Got a light in here. Light a match. There's someone in this room. Instruct me. Someone here. I'll take those papers, Rudolph. There is someone here. Now you can really yell. Stop him. He's going out the window. Stop him. Instruct he, he me. Here's the candle. He got away with papers. The papers were on the table. Get out that window. See who that is. And Hawkins, call the police. Call the FBI. Look here on the table. The Green Hornet seal. The Green Hornet seal. Open the door, the police. What's the matter with the light? Where's Dexter? The Green Hornet was here. Yes, yes, officer. The Green Hornet just got out that window. Get after him. Hurry. Suffering snakes. Come on. I'm good at windows. You two stay here. Ask Rudolph about that guy, Dexter. I know nothing about Dexter. It's the Green Hornet. There's his seal. Oh, golly. Should I go hunt for him or hunt for Dexter? Hey, Edward. Come here. Come here, fast. What do you got? Come out here. I've got the Green Hornet. I'm not the Green Hornet, I tell you. He came here and knocked me out. And left all these papers with you? Yes. And put that mask on you and these wire cutters in your pocket? Ah, I'm not talking. Come on, you inside. We'll look into this. I'll go inside. But I tell you, I know nothing about it. Then explain why you were there by the electric light wires that were cut. Get in there. Officer. Officer, they found Mr. Dexter. Yeah? Holy crow. Where? In the basement. But, but who's this? Ah, he's the bird we found outside with the cut electric light wires. And he had the mask of the harness on his face. I tell you, the hornet knocked me out. He put the mask there. I'd better take charge of those plans so we know where we stand. Rudolph, to start with, I don't like the idea of you having an escaped man here. No more do I. And what's more, he connived with Doc Mead to get him free. We'll question the Doc about it. Yeah. And we'll look for fingerprints on that seal of the green hornet. happened so fast that I'm just now getting me breath. Was that so, actually? I stuck right with the cops to the end. And uh, what was the end? Well, Meade broke down and told how Rudolph paid him to help get Dexter out. We don't know why he wanted Dexter, but anyhow, he's back in another sanitarium now. Oh, I see. But that's only the start. Yeah? Oh, yes. There was a fingerprint on the seal of the green harnet, and it was Ralph Rudolph. He left the seal on the table. What does that mean? Then we went to work on Kurt. When he found out that he was facing all kinds of charges as a green hornet, he squealed. He told how he and Rudolph schemed to get the charge and had the hornet blamed for it. But somehow the hornet stepped in, he grabbed the charge, socked Rudolph, and then lit out. But first he knocked Kurt out where he cut the wires. Actually, <laughs> Do you mean to say that Rudolph and Kurt, whoever Kurt is, were trying to steal the plan? Yeah, and now they're talking themselves harsh, trying to put the blame on each other. And in the meantime, Dexter was held prisoner by Rudolph. That's it, Reed. First, Rudolph planned to use Dexter to get away with the plan. Then, when he got a call from the Green Hornet, he saved the seal of the Hornet so he could blame him. But the Hornet got wind of it and stepped in and gummed things up. Well, the police have Meade and Rudolph and Kurt. Ah, Kurt's a bad alien, an enemy agent. 
And the cops have got all three of them. <laughs> oh, golly, Reed, it's been a big evening. But what about the Green Hornet? Reed, that's what I can't dope out. What did the harlot get out of it? Just heard the adventure, The Knot. These exciting dramas are sent to you each week at the same time. They are copyrighted features of the Green Hornet Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used in this drama are purely fictitious. Bob Height speaking. This program came to you from the studios of WXYZ in Detroit. This is the Blue Network.